Like a small eternity, unless you appreciate every day for the blessing it truly is. It's no secret that you'll find that on Weather Jazz. Now, here's Andre. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, earth science, and a whole lot more. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 285 for Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. And the thought just hit me as I'm looking over my scripts over the last couple of episodes that if you go back to the previous episode, the episode before then, at least on my written script, I still have 2021 (laughs) written down. I didn't make the switch, at least for the Weather Jazz scripting. So uh, just ignore that and know that the last few episodes... We're not from 2021, but from 2022. Now, just this morning, I recorded an interview with our good friend, Pastor Gunnar Inge Gunnarsson at Lostofan Baptista Kirka in Reykjavik, Iceland. And I do produce their podcast called Sermons from Iceland right here in the Weather Jazz Studios when they're through with their English-speaking service, I then take all of that and post-produce it and post it as an audio podcast called Sermons from Iceland. Well, we just hit a wonderful landmark point in Sermons from Iceland by hitting episode number 100. And instead of releasing that typical episode number 100 this Sunday, I asked Gunnar, I said, how about doing a special interview Whereas we get to know you, get to know Lofstofan, and maybe some of the side stories behind Lofstofan, and put that as episode number 100, and he was all for it. That's what we did this morning. So not only will you hear that coming up on Sermons from Iceland, episode number 100, but you're also going to hear it right here on Weather Jazz, episode number 286. Since Gunnar is one of our returning guests, someone who brings a lot to Weather Jazz, not only from a faith perspective, but also from a science perspective. There's a lot of interesting things that goes on in the island nation of Iceland near the Arctic Circle. And I do mean near the Arctic Circle. Since that point just kisses one of the northern islands just off the coast of Iceland, most of Iceland is just below that Arctic Circle location. So it serves as a real interesting point on the globe for a number of things. Well, today's episode, number 285, is titled Impact. And what in the world am I talking about since 
that certainly could apply to many, many things. But think about the most recent news that may have reached your ears. The location of interest in the Pacific Ocean in a little area, almost an atoll, called Tonga, the Tonga Islands. And recently, they had a very explosive undersea volcano that came to life and all kinds of video and satellite imagery that was available to show the extent to which that particular undersea volcano came to life. It was no small thing. If you'd like to see that volcano from a satellite perspective, go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 285, and scroll down to the bottom of that particular episode, and you will see what I'm talking about. It is an amazing time-lapse of the satellite imagery from the Pacific in the area better known as the Tonga Islands. And it has a, a rather long name. I am not going to attempt to pronounce it, but suffice to say, by simply saying Tonga and the Tonga Islands, you'll know where the islands basically would be located on a map, and you can easily find it on any kind of map system, whether it be a Google map system or the one on your smartphone or smart tablet. There were a number of tsunami warnings that went up as far away as the west coast of the United States, Alaska, the west coast of Canada, and there were some significant tsunamis much closer to where this undersea volcano came to life. All you have to do is do a YouTube search for Tonga, Volcano, and Tsunami, and you'll end up with a number of very interesting videos that show the power of a tsunami and what to look for, too, and in what direction to run. Most people, when they see the tide going out very, very far, they're attracted to it, at least those that are unaware as to what that is. That is the start of the tsunami. When you see that happening, run for the hills, run for the highest elevation possible, and by doing so, you'll actually save yourself a lot of headache. But aside from the fact that tsunamis did in fact develop, especially in the islands closer to the Tonga Islands, there was another impact, actually several of them, that were felt into the United States. What in the world could I be talking about? Well, we're not talking about sound or we're not talking about vibration. We couldn't feel those. But there were two elements in particular, one visual and the other one not visual but measurable that had an impact all across the United States and one of them in Hawaii. If you can figure it out, good for you. I will tell you about both of them right after the break. And we're back. And we're talking about the impact that the Tonga undersea volcano over the last weekend had in the United States. Let's take the non-visual one first. Were you able to figure it out? Now, if you look at the satellite imagery in the satellite time-lapse sequence, you'll see a ring pushing out from the ash cloud that developed. And it was a big mushroom cloud that developed. 
This, again, was no small volcanic eruption. So if you look at the ring that was propagating outside of the ash cloud, it was going faster than the ash cloud. So it was essentially the shock wave. This shock wave actually had an effect and an impact on barometer readings, not only close to the explosion site, but also across the entire globe. Now, on weatherjazz.com, episode number 285, today's episode, you will see, if you scroll down on the website, several barometric traces from various locations. We'll take a few of them, some much closer to the Tonga Islands, and that would be, first of all, New Zealand. That's the first one you're going to see. And you're going to see a pressure jump, followed by quite a decay, and then followed by a normalization of the normal barometer trace. I have it highlighted with a rectangle around the area where the impact in terms of the air occurred. In other words, the impact it had on the air pressure. Now, it's not something that you're going to feel with your body, at least perceptibly, Uh, Perhaps there are some imperceptible changes to our physiology that we're unaware of, and that might be a pretty good doctoral thesis for somebody in meteorology. But um, as far as just normal everyday life, it's not something that we would notice. We go to Sydney, Australia, a little farther away, still an impact. This one is a little farther out in time. You'll see the the time stamp on the bottom. And we go all the way out to, could it be possible, San Jose, California? You betcha. The very same signature, except that it is farther down the line in terms of the time stamp, as you will see. Now, something very interesting happened once that impact or that shock wave moved into the interior sections of the United States. I started looking all over barometer traces, places like Denver, Helena, Montana, uh, Chicago, Illinois, Dallas, and I couldn't find a thing. Apparently, the shock wave was somehow dissipated at the surface level locations. Now, I did find one place that had a more modest change to the barometer well inland all the way to the east in Vermont at my alma mater, Linden State College, also known as Northern Vermont University. You will see the barometer trace that I have posted on weatherjazz.com, episode number 285. You're going to see the same signature. Now it's tempered a little bit. But this little drop had absolutely no reason to occur. I have it circled. It's in red. And there it is as plain as day. And apparently, if you looked at some of the barometric traces that were being recorded higher up in elevation, they tended to capture some of the impact on barometric traces as long as they were up in elevation. Now, on spaceweather.com, during the week this week, they did post a map of the impact that was felt atmospherically using pressure gauges, atmospheric pressure gauges. The differences were quite small, but the pressure jump certainly was indicated 
and you will see the way propagating over and across the United States. I'll try to provide a link on weatherjazz.com for those of you that have an interest in looking at that map. Now, there was one other way that this was actually seen. The impact was actually visually visible, and this in Hawaii. I will have on weatherjazz.com, again, episode number 285. If you scroll just past the Lindenville, Vermont barograph, you'll see a video. And that video is a time lapse taken from one of the observatories high, high up in the mountains in Hawaii. Somebody had the common sense to figure that there might be a visible signature of that impact from the Tonga volcano. It was actually visible from the observatory on Mauna Kea at the very, very top. And you will see on this video a rippling. It's very subtle, but it is definitively pink and red. These are actually gravity waves, a type of atmospheric disturbance excited by intense thunderstorms and volcanic eruptions too. The ripples, which were actually caught by Gemini's cloud cam, are in the mesosphere. They're way up, 85 kilometers high, at the realm of meteors, sprites, and noctilucent clouds. And photographer Steve Cullen spotted the waves in an online footage that he pulled up from Gemini's cameras. And he said, I had a hunch that the Gemini cloud cams might detect gravity waves produced by the eruption of Hunga Tonga. So I looked, and there they were. Thanks to spaceweather.com, which is an excellent source for all kinds of things that are space weather related. Once more, to plug the website, weatherjazz.com, episode number 285, scroll down to the bottom and play the video Pay close attention. They're subtle, but they are there. You'll see the rippling going through at the exact time, which corresponds to when those particular impact waves from the Tonga volcano should have gone through Hawaii. Absolutely wild stuff indeed. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast inside your sphere of influence whether it be by social media or by email, or best way is really word of mouth, over the fence, eyeball to eyeball. If you have a question or a topic a suggestion, I welcome your input. You can reach me, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. I look forward to your email. I answer every email that I do get, by the way. And you can also leave me a voicemail anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 on the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect Line. The number is easy to remember, 234-525-5888. That is the number to call. You can get all of that information on weatherjazz.com. Simply click on the context tab. And all of that information will be right at your fingertips. When we convene on Friday, we're going to bring back Gunnar Ingi Gunnarsson from Iceland. And it's going to be a dual release. In other words, 
Not only will you hear the same interview right here on Weather Jazz 286, but also on Sermons from Iceland. And you can do a search in your favorite podcast app for Sermons from Iceland, or I'll provide a link when we get together on episode number 286 for those of you who would like to listen on your desktop sometime. I really, really recommend it. He has a wonderful way with people, but he also has a very firm understanding of God's Word, and I just get a lot out of it every single week. Do I listen every week? Not only do I produce their podcast, but I do listen very carefully every week because of his insight. God has given him a great gift of teaching. Again, that's going to be on Friday. We're going to have a lot of fun. We touch on a variety of fun and interesting things, and I even gave him my rapid-fire question test. He was a little nervous about that, but he did fine. And my guess is that you will get to know Gunnar even better as uh, we have a whole lot of fun. That's coming up on Open Line Friday. I know you're going to be there. I know you're going to enjoy it. So we'll see you in just a couple of days. Get ready for a trip to the Arctic. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz